And uh, we've got a very special guest in the studio today. I've got to thank Alan B, actually. Alan B is in this. He's waving at me now. Alan Bosson, who's on on uh, both Wednesdays and Thursdays uh, between 10 and 1 here on Brooklyn's because I think it was Alan that first discovered Ari and her beautiful voice. And I'm delighted to say with the background of the bells, which we put on for you, Ari, uh, we thought we'd bring you into the studio live ahead of your performance that you're going to do for us on June the 25th, uh, which I hope you're looking forward to because it should be great. Uh, But thanks for coming into the studio. It's not your first time, though. At Brooklyn's? No, it's you've, not. You've been in here before. <laughs> I have. I didn't know that. Who did you come in to see before? I came in to see Bree. Ah, who's here today as well. Uh, let's talk about you there first, if we may, uh, Ari. Let's talk about, because you're a real local girl. Yes. So tell us about where you grew up and what your childhood was like. Ah, so I ca- uh, grew up in Walton on Thames and I went to uh, Notre Dame School in Cobham. And yeah, my childhood uh, was so much fun. I was surrounded by music all the time and loads of school choirs. Um, I even like went on loads of choir trips with my school and I was like lucky to go like play in the cathedrals. Oh, listen to the bells. And we went to like Venice and Hungary and France and Goodness, all of the cathedrals awesome. around, which was what kind of inspired me to kind of continue. I was really lucky to do drama and everything like that. So, yeah. So you still got a lot of mates that are based locally? Yeah, I do. Um, I also went to ACM, um, which is where... Most of my friends are based in Guildford now. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. We love ACM. We'll talk about ACM in a moment. Okay. Let's take you back to your childhood again. When did you first pick up a microphone and think, I want to be a singer? Um, <laughs> I have loads of baby videos, I've got to say. I think my mum introduced me to Shan- Shania Twain's Man, I Feel oh, Like a Woman. Yes. <laughs> I have loads of videos of Good that. Mummy. Well, well, I remember done, that mama. one as well. Because, in fact, my boys, uh, similar age to you, uh, the older boy, we used to get him to come out. And when she does the... Um, man yeah, I feel like I feel just to kick like. his leg up in the air <laughs> yeah. and we've still got the video of that as well he'll love me for saying that because he's probably tuned in at the moment it is iconic so, so when did you first start actually singing and thinking I want to be a professional I want to do this for a living um I was actually sat behind a computer you know like glued to the computer yeah. as you are when you're younger and I um was just on this Disney like looking up Disney stuff online and I was like mum I want to I want to go into acting and music and everything and she was like okay we'll look into stage schools and then we uh, we found Italia Conti. Yeah. Oh, yeah, which is, which is great. Which is so, in Guildford as well, yeah. Okay. So that's, um, I started learning guitar in my bedroom. Um, and kind of, yeah, just learned Miley Cyrus songs yeah. when she was Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana and now she's absolutely. an icon. <laughs> I love and did that Italia Conti, did it give you a more rounded base as a performer? Yeah, absolutely. Taught it gave me the act, confidence. Yeah? Um, and also, you know, gave me a base of friends who were like-minded yeah. to me. Because um, obviously Notre Dame was amazing for choirs and everything but I felt like it, it wasn't contemporary music mm-hmm. so like going to uh, Italia Conti kind of opened my mind to newer things mm. cool very cool uh, we're going to play some music now and we're going to sort of we'll cut in and out with some music and we'll go back in time etc etc <laughs> but tell us this next track the first track that you've tr- chosen to play today uh, it's got some meaning behind it so tell us about the track yeah so it's it's the first song that starts my EP uh, which is called Closure but this is called Idiot and it's kind of the first step to my parents divorce the whole ep is about my parents divorce wow so that must have been a really tough thing to write about yeah presumably very young at the time yeah i wrote it when i was like 15 16 yeah um and it's from the perspective of my mum so my mum was going through doubts and this song is about her um questioning my dad really wow okay (laughs) let's hear the track now ari tahan and this is a track called idiot 
isolation My head is full up of creation Thinking possibilities Wearing my heart on my sleeve Tell me now, don't lie to me I see your anxiety I have no doubt self-esteem You put me down and now I see You're taking it away from me Spare a moment for the truth Trust me, this is nothing That's Ari Tahan and a track called Idiot, which is available uh, on all good music fa- platforms. We've got uh, Ari in the studio with us today. Again, thanks for coming in. Uh, lovely to have you. I'll tell you what, the lyrics on that, incredibly grown up. You said, what age were you when you wrote that track? Tell I was us again. about uh, 15 or 16. So <laughs> emotionally, I mean, that track, it's got everything. Yeah, so. I feel like um, I was inspired, you know, during the time of my GCSEs. Um, kind of heard my parents fighting and just took inspiration and wanted to kind of use what was going on around me, really. Okay, uh, but despite those difficulties, did, did your parents encourage you to continue with the music career? Were they? Yeah, no, they supportive? were so supportive. Yeah, because yeah, I think they that, that you know, having a son also as a musician, I think it, it means a lot because you know um, most people forced into some form of academic route or whatever. There is a big risk, of course, Absolutely. with trying to break into the music scene, which we're going to talk about <laughs> a little bit later on. Uh, but tell us about your early influences music-wise. Who did you like to listen to? 
it has to be obviously Adele um, Joss Stone. Mm. Uh, oh, she was amazing. Oh, you I don't really Joss hear Stone. much of her. I know. Now, do you? She's, she's come out with a new album oh. and like, she is she still has, doing yeah. bits. You just got to look yeah. for it. Yeah, you've you got to find her. Yeah. yeah. Um, Alicia Keys, just all of them yeah. strong, like, pe- strong people. Female. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Singers. So you went directly from, you were at uh, Notre Dame, you were at uh, the Italian Conte School. You decided then to go to ACM. Yes. Uh, and what sort of course did you decide to take and why? Um, I took the performance course. Um, it's kind of the creative pathway, including songwriting and everything. And I wanted to go there to network and just to meet new musicians and people. Um, and obviously to improve my my own songwriting and performance um, and now I'm working there. Well, <laughs> we've got to talk about that. So, so tell us about the, the course content, because for anybody that's interested in becoming a, a singer-songwriter, presumably it's one of the best courses in the country to go on. Yeah, it is, it is a great place. Um, You've got to say that now, you're working there. Yeah, <laughs> I know, God, God, pick up ACM. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, it's a really lovely place to go, and all of the teachers are musicians themselves, and they share their experience with the students and everyone's supportive of each other and it's so lovely. So they teach you during your course, you, you, you were, were taught what songwriting techniques? Yeah. Did you do creative collaboration sessions? What there were it? performance workshops, so you, you, know, you learn a new song every couple of weeks, um, learning how marketing and you know, the business side of yeah. things, Which production. is super important, isn't it? When yeah, you putting videos it. together, yeah. um, building websites, Everything you can think of that you so need. So a fairly comprehensive guide to breaking to into the business. being an independent artist before, um, you know, like, bigging yourself up. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about that because, I mean, with 60,000 tracks loaded to Spotify every day, how on earth <laughs> exactly. do you break through the mire? Uh, I think at the moment these days they're talking about TikTok being the next yeah. social media platform of breaking through. Um, and Sam R- Ryder, wasn't it? Yeah, he Sam was Ryder, TikTok, Eurovision. TikTok, sen- TikTok sensation. <laughs> Absolutely. Suddenly. No, yeah. Then, yeah. So what do you do at the moment? Where you, you've, got your, you've got a website? I have. I do. I need to update that. Thanks for reminding me. Every musician that you talk to, though, <laughs> says that. Because yeah. it's probably less important now because you've got Facebook, because you've got Instagram, media. because yeah. you've got yeah, TikTok. Yeah, I feel like a website's slightly unnecessary at the moment. It's all about social media, to be honest, as long as everything yeah. is on there. <laughs> you can the right find. hashtags. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you're going to be playing for us on June the 25th, and that will be you and an acoustic guitarist? A keys player. A keys I've changed player. changed my mind Okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah, we're rehearsing on Monday, so Fabulous. that's exciting. Um, he's called Naina, and okay. he's, he's an amazing keys player, and I'm really looking forward to working with him. He's come around in the past before, but we've only played a couple of my songs, so this is actually a live setting. Lovely. First time together playing. And is he uh, ex-ACM as well? Or not? Yeah, he went to ACM. Great, very good. Uh, what's your next track that you'd like us to play? Um, I'd like you to play Underwater, which is the second song of my EP, and it tells the story of my mum finally coming to the reflection and decision of her not wanting to be with him anymore. Like a spine on a cactus, I can't go near you I don't even know you anymore 
like a cloud in the sky, a stone in my shoe. My heels feel heavy in a storm. I'm stranded in an ocean, feeling suffocated in these waves, and I'm starting to lose motion. Oh, the tears keep running down my face. I am underwater. I am underwater. I am underwater, and I am drowning. The attraction is gone. We're like south and south. We repel when we never did before. All the nasty words that come out of your mouth, used like bullets in this war. So we're chatting in the studio today to Ari Tahan. That was a track called Underwater. Again, thanks for coming into the studio today. Thank you for having Lovely me. Lovely to have your company here. <laughs> um, so that's from the same EP you were saying. Yes. And the EP was called Closure. Yes. Is that right? Obviously a very difficult time for you as a family. Uh, let's take you on to, let's talk about when you were 17. And I think you met the amazing lady who was Judy Zook. Yeah. Oh, Judy. Yeah, we still stay in touch today. But I met her um, in Brooklyn's gym uh, no, David Lloyd Jim <laughs> in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, yeah. <laughs> um, we were both in the changing room. I was with my mum and she was like, oh, Ari, I've met this lady called Judy. She'd love to work with you. And we just talked about my music and she kindly took me into her studio um, and introduced me to a producer and gave me some experience. And then we wrote these songs together. That's amazing. Talked about, you know, what I've been going through and there we are. And you still speak and keep in touch with Judy now? Yeah, she. I was actually on the same... 
BBC introducing radio station as her daughter Bailey. Of course, yeah, because yeah. Bailey's doing very well as well, we, isn't she? We were both so. on playing on the same night. Wow. Um, and she messaged me being like, oh, Bailey was on there as well. And <laughs> um, Tiggy, she goes under now, uh, the name of Tiggy. Yeah, so that was lovely. And I'd bump into her every now and again. I saw her in um, the Cozy Club in Guildford oh, and having wow. breakfast. Nice. Yeah. I mean, when you think about her success, soon. because she was 17, I think, when she broke into the music scene. And yeah. it was astronomic, that one track. I mean, I think within, within that year, she was touring the globe with Elton John yeah. uh, on the back of that track. And, and, and then made it to Glastonbury, which is the first female artist, I think, to play yeah. lead at Glastonbury which is amazing so <laughs> hello Judy if you're listening great Aww. we'll have uh, we interviewed Judy a while ago in fact my wife met Judy in the same way as you met Judy <laughs> and uh, my wife admittedly at the moment at the first when she first met her didn't know who Judy was uh, typical of my wife and it was uh, as we were chatting at home hello Fee who'd be tuned in as well she said, a lady called Judy Zook and I went the Judy Zook because <laughs> no. uh, brilliant Alan and I know Judy well and yes. uh, we love her music so that's great uh, so you're, you're with us today. Thanks for coming in. Um, we talked about your musical influences. We didn't talk about Idiot, by the way, and the fact that you also remixed it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that come about? Yeah, well, um, my uh, best friend, Chloe, like she at the time, uh, her partner at the time uh, offered to remix it and he just went ahead and did it. And I was like, I love it. <laughs> going to release it. And that's had quite a few streams. I mean, that's yeah. 30,000 plus streams, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, that was, yeah, it was, it was a cool... When you release a track, <laughs> what, what's your aim as far as getting streams? You know, how, is it you just put it out and hope for the best? Yeah, some, what, I mean, it depends. I guess I don't actually know because he, he at the time was promoting it quite well. He had a lot of connections and, yeah, he pushed it and it did really well. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's talk about your next track, which I believe is Golden. Yes. Um, Golden was a song that I wrote in lockdown um, and it's a... It kind of came into my head when I was riding home from work because I was working in care at the time, same job that I'm doing now alongside ACM. And I was thinking, gosh, like every day is just the same. But like, how are we going to make the most of it? So I was just like this melody and this lyrics came into my head. And I was like, every day is golden. Let's make the most of it. I, like no matter, you know, what I'm going through, um, I just wanted to be positive. So I wrote this song. Slowly, I can't wait. 
Loving that, that is uh, Ari Tahan and a beautiful track called Golden. So, Ari, I was just wondering, you mentioned that um, in lockdown, you know, you were looking at after and working, as well as doing your, you know, your performing and creative, you're looking after some, and caring for people. I just wondered who those people were. Yeah, um, I work for a company called Sansusi Home Care. And, yeah, it's a, it's a house of supported young adults who have learning difficulties and it's a group of five there's about five different houses oh wow um yeah and we were just helping them get through it as well and were you able to use any of your creative sort of music and things yeah we certainly we actually made a lockdown video um we re rewrote the song by Whitney Houston I want to dance with somebody um and it just fit perfect i should have um, brought it on actually (laughs) it was quite funny we can tag everybody (laughs) we can replay it it was a lot of fun and we tried to find different activities for them every day to keep it yeah fun that's crazy isn't it and it must have been really challenging through lockdown to you know you're protecting them and yeah and obviously it was quite draining because a lot of people who had covid couldn't go in so i was you know taking on more hours doing a lot more sleep shifts and not really seeing a lot of people as well and it was kind of isolating as well but it was so lovely to be around them because they made my days bright. yeah absolutely oh, i love that awesome. it's lovely for inspiration yes. and talking of inspiration how do you go about writing i love asking musicians and singers <laughs> and writers this. what's the process for you about writing a song the process is so random i have to say like it could be me riding on my bike home and something comes into my head and i stop in the middle of a pavement and i record it on my phone i go home and is that a lyric or is that just do you a have lyric, a piece of musical a, or a what? melody and a lyric together or just a melody um, and then I fit the mil- I feel like if I start with lyrics it doesn't structure very well so I try to yeah start with a melody first but then I go home and then I um, figure it out on keys or guitar and then I just yeah try to finish so if I come up with a single line yeah. I'll then try and find some things that rhyme I'll brainstorm um, and I'll just go from there and see how I feel and then do you record yourself 
at home first and then maybe take it to a studio again how does that work yeah so then i'll i have um a couple of producer friends um ollie edwards and hello ollie patch bushell wow. <laughs> and my also my friend Lawrence biancardi who i do some sync music with we write for film um, and everything and so that's it's basically we we kind of just brainstorm between us and then ollie comes up with a beat on his um it, at his home studio and he'll be like, do you like this? And I'll be like, yeah, but take this out. And so we kind of like either work either remotely or he comes to my house and we write till like three in the morning. <laughs> like some, As just, all artists do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a process and a half, I tell you. <laughs> I bet it is. I bet it is. Now, what about performing? Because you were saying to me that um, not only do you perform your original songs, but you actually do covers as well. Yeah, I do some function stuff. I play at weddings, um, pubs and bars and whatnot. <laughs> and is this in parties. your own name or does... Um, yeah, well, yeah. I have an acoustic duo. I don't really go under the art. I don't promote myself. It's more just um, it's just covers and everything. <laughs> so we don't really play my own music. But yeah, no, it's but a lot of fun. Playing weddings and socials and we things have like, like that. Yeah, we have like a band name, which is like which is what? cheesy. Come on, give us that <laughs> so, cheesy name. Really East House cheese. Rhythm. There's <laughs> Sophie and the Kicks. <laughs> it's just so crazy. Oh, like She's got many that. different names. Many different names. <laughs> I love that. And if you're performing, is there any particular songs that you absolutely adore doing that are covers? Um, what, any, any yeah, songs? Your go-to yeah. you know cover. Surprisingly, I really love singing rock music. <laughs> That's a surprise. That is a good surprise. I absolutely love Guns N' Roses. Oh, brilliant. And, um, you know, like Summer of 69 yes. and all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, People wouldn't expect it, but it is like some of my favourites to do. Um, obviously, I love singing like the soul and the pop and everything. But I think like because everyone loves a good classic rock song yeah. at the end of a night, yeah. like <laughs> it's fun to get them yeah. all involved. So, absolutely. yeah. <laughs> that energy from the I mean, audience. man, I feel like a woman is like yeah. definitely quite yeah, rocky absolutely. country, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Goes down well at weddings, I'm yeah, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's move to the next track that you're going to uh, choose for us. What's that? Um, what was it? Oh, higher. <laughs> Can't even think. Um, yeah, this next song was also written in lockdown, um, and it's it's bringing people together. It was actually during the time of Black Lives Matter um, and raising awareness about you know not discriminating anyone and what the gov what the hell are the government doing basically. <laughs> <laughs> Okie doke, let's uh, play for you now. This is Ari Tahan and a track called Higher. Would you say you're proud of the world we live in? Opinions are so loud. We need more voices singing There's no denying We're in a crisis, don't you know Government's trying Playing in a ring of fire And it feels like a movie I wish we could skip this scene We can get through Holding on to the promise will be fine. 
a beautiful song uh, Ari Tahan a track called uh, Higher uh, we're in the studio with Ari now thanks again for coming along to join us today oh, thank you, uh, lots of people emailing say you've got a lovely voice both to speak to and singing wise yeah. which is good so lots oh, of people right. responding in Surrey and beyond which is very kind yes. of them thanks for all the emails coming in it's 20 minutes to 2 on a Saturday it's a weekend show we're live with Ari Tahan now Ari is going to be with us on June the 25th at the Weybridge Jubilee Arts Festival uh, which we're looking forward to in Churchfield Park if you can come along uh, you can hear Ari live with your keyboard player which would be great uh, now we were talking about the fact that you were tutored ACM and you got which course again was it you're on remind me performance diploma and degree (laughs) and you got both yes congratulations (laughs) thank you because it's not easy people don't realize what you have to go through it's it's so it's two years or three years three 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 years years in all and um interestingly enough then obviously you left ACM went and did some other stuff but apparently you're back at ACM now so tell us about that (laughs) how's that all work yeah so um after ACM I went off um did what I had to do work-wise, um, built some teaching experience, um, and then I made my way back to ACM, and now I am a learning support teacher and a tutor. So what does that involve? Tell us a bit so, more. <laughs> so that involves, um, so I am a one-to-one with a student, go to his lessons with him, helps, you know, with his project work and everything, and then I also teach um, a performance workshop, which is helping um, the students learn a song and perform in a band. Wow. i tell you what I found with ACM, which I thought was quite interesting, was the level of diversity there. Because when you go for... I know we sat and listened to Luke when he was going through his diploma, and they do the, the nights at the Electric Theatre. And you go from... I mean, it's just such a vast array of talent uh, that they produce brilliant videos, but you, you can have everything from grime through to jazz... It's just an, a, a multitude of different talents. No, absolutely. There are so many talented students as well. It's, it's quite... It's a bit scary, isn't it? Scary. Because like, your competition. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's like, oh, uh, don't be so good. No, no one's in competition. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we, at the Electric Theatre, uh, we have assemblies every Wednesday and everyone gets up and performs and it's just so inspiring. It's so nice to be wow. around so many talented people and like-minded like yeah. I don't see them as students they're almost yeah. friends you know like they they give ideas yeah yeah and it's just so lovely brilliant process for music yeah absolutely. and presumably as you say collaboration yeah. as far as you know you having other musicians around when you need to pull on other musicians yeah I suppose being at ACM it's just you know just a, a yeah and obviously also being able to give them the opportunity to gig themselves yes, so if I if point. I couldn't do yeah. a gig and I'm thinking actually no I think she'd be good for that would you be up for it um also like with their songwriting it's it's 
it's good training for the mind with my own songwriting. So mm -hmm. if they come to me with a song and I'm like thinking on the spot, actually, no, change that to a F minor and then, you know, and then change that phrasing of the lyric and then they're happy and then they take it to the full band and they bring the song to life. And it's so amazing to see the process for them. And we didn't ask you, do you play instruments? Yeah, I do. I play um, very basic guitar and piano, but I use it for songwriting. I, I get better musicians to play. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> when you learned, were you self-taught or did you take sort of the Self classical route of lessons? And self-taught. I had a few lessons at school, um, yeah. but I learned mainly from YouTube videos. Mm. And it's interesting, isn't it? Musicians. Lots of people, are, yeah, like especially with guitar, it's like look on YouTube. There is lots there yeah. for people just to pick up. A, totally, a, and it's I think just you can amazing. Learn. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow, yeah, absolutely, That's so it's cool. so true. Yeah, and and yeah, the point of entry is simple as we talked about now because you can put your own songs out there and load them up, but but breaking through. It's just such a tough gig, isn't it? Just to actually find that space. Absolutely. But I feel like for myself, I was talking about this with my friend yesterday, like writing music is the therapy for me. And mm -hmm. it's as long as I'm happy, I don't really, I, of course I care. Like as, if it does well, it does well, but I'm not, I don't care if I become famous or anything like that. I'm just, I'm just happy writing my music. If I was a betting it. man. Yeah, go on. I'd place money on you become famous because <laughs> you've got a lovely voice. No, really oh, good. Thank you. Uh, quality of the writing is exceptional. So well done you. Thank you so much. And we're so looking forward to having you with us on June the 25th live. And don't forget, if you are out there in uh, Northwest Surrey and you want to come down to that event on June the 25th, pop the date in your diary uh, and you can come see Ari. I think you're on stage at around three o'clock in the afternoon. I believe so. So looking forward to that one. Now, let's talk about, before we lose you today, let's talk about this final track, which is your latest release. It is. So we went through lockdown. Did you, you did a lot of writing in lockdown? Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of stuff's going to be coming out very soon. And this was written in lockdown or post-lockdown? Um, I actually wrote this before lockdown existed with a, with a good friend of mine called Chloe. At, her artist's name is Duchess. Um, and we wanted to write an empowering song for me because I feel like I've had a lot of sad songs. Mm -hmm. And she was like, what is Ari? Who is Ari? Oh, what she's that. about? So we kind of had a lot of fun, had a few drinks of wine. <laughs> and we came out with this song that I really liked. And I, I felt like it was a vibe. And before we play it, what, what, um, when you release a track, what platform do you use? Um, I use DistroKid. Okay, which seems to be probably the most popular one yeah. amongst young artists. I believe so. There's there's a lot of good... You know, I've used others in the past. I've used TuneCore, I've used CD Baby, and I just feel like DistroKid's so straightforward um, for me anyway. Okay, final track for us. Thank you, Ari, so much for coming in today. Loved chatting to you. Really, really looking forward to hearing you live <laughs> on June the 25th, which I'm so, sure will be immense. I'm really excited. Thank uh, you. Here is your final track of the afternoon. Thanks again for coming in. This is Ari Tahan and a track called Lights Down. New single came out a couple of weeks ago, and we've been playing it constantly on Brooklyn's radio.
Good was that? That is uh, lights down from Ari Tahan, and uh, thanks again for Ari for coming in the studio to see us today. And don't forget, put that date in your diary now, June the twenty fifth. Here, Ari Tahan live at uh, Churchville Park in Waverley.